Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the greatest tag team wrestler of all time, Bully Ray and I get into what's going to be a huge Monday Night Raw tonight. What's it going to be like? It's Austin 316 day. What's your favorite Stone Cold Steve Austin moments? We'll get into all of that. Plus, we look back onto SmackDown. SmackDown in that empty venue Friday night. How surreal was that? And what a great job by everybody. We get into SmackDown from this past Friday. Also, speaking about the past, I talk about the week that was with my quintessential Dave LaGreca pro wrestling power ranking. Five to one, we do that as well. We get into our speculation of WrestleMania 36. Will it take place? Will it be postponed? Will it be canceled? We get into all of that. Plus, obviously with everything that's going on with the coronavirus, we do our best to keep things on track and just have fun. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We're all excited to present Busted Open on a Monday. As we've talked about, tough times for everybody, but over the next three hours, we're going to be a, an escape for the pro wrestling fan bully. We're going to have some fun no matter what it takes. We're going to talk to the nation. We're going to talk some pro wrestling. We're going to talk about empty arenas. We're going to talk about Austin, Edge, and Taker being at Raw tonight. And those guys, especially Austin and Taker, who've probably done it all, I don't know if either one of those guys have had an empty arena match, let alone perform in an empty arena. So uh, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be interesting. I thought SmackDown did a great job last Friday night uh, entertaining people. And, and I think the ratings are going to go through the roof, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's no baseball. There's no basketball. There's no NHL. There's no XFL. So the only thing you have is pro wrestling. And from the looks of it, and we still don't know what the status is of WrestleMania 36, though. I think we know what the status is as far as that it's going to be completely different than what we've been used to, is that you are going to get Raw tonight. It looks like you're going to get NXT and AEW Dynamite on Wednesday. So even though it's going to be configured completely different, we're going to get our pro wrestling fix. And obviously you're getting it here on Busted Open as well. I saw a lot of people complaining on social media last week, like after SmackDown went off the air and on Saturday morning, like why would they even do it in an empty arena? There's nobody for the, uh, the wrestlers to play off of, you know, one negative comment after another. And what people need to realize is there are different types of wrestling companies. Wrestling companies are categorized. Some wrestling companies are pay-per-view companies. Some wrestling companies are live event companies. Some wrestling companies are uh, TV companies. It's where you make the majority of your money and where you hit the majority of your audience. WWE is and always has been a TV company. They can still do their TV show. There doesn't have to be anybody there. Dave, we've talked about this a lot, um, and I've experienced it. When you're in the WWE, you're specifically told not to play to the audience in attendance. You play to the hard camera. You act and react to the hard camera. Everybody that's there around you is just there to see the event, there to see the fight, there to see the show. 
and the, the the red light on the camera represents millions and millions of you know of people at home while the people in attendance are 10 15 20,000 so you're always playing to that camera so the WWE doesn't necessarily need people there to put on their show to continue their stories to advance their uh ad- advance their uh, agendas you know heading into WrestleMania and beyond so i thought they did a great job on smackdown it's a very very difficult thing to do to go out there and perform and get absolutely no feedback, zero feedback. Um, it, it's it's an odd, empty feeling inside. I thought they did a great job. Uh, all hats off to all the talent that were there, and I think they're going to do another great job tonight on Raw. But yeah, that's the reason why they're continuing. WWE is a TV company, and tonight I think a lot more fans will be double parked in front of their TVs watching this because basically we're on pseudo lockdown right now, and I think it's only going to get worse. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and and I hope everyone's being safe and everyone's taking the proper precautions. But you know, wrestling is that escape. This show is that escape, and I was listen for the most part there was a positive reaction for what took place on SmackDown Friday night. But there were the naysayers. There were people that were pointing out some of the negative things. And for me, wow, you know, kudos to the WWE for being able to put on that show Friday night. And and again, for everybody that was a part of that show, this was new to them. They're used to playing in front of a crowd. I'm sure it's odd to hear your music. You walk down an entrance ramp and you're playing to empty seats. So you have to give them a little bit of leeway on exactly the comfortability of being able to perform that show. And I thought everybody did an excellent job. And we're going to talk about this a little bit later when it comes to my power rankings. But uh, Triple H, I thought, did a tremendous job on commentary, even being a cameraman for for a segment. And, you know, we always preach this on this show, Bully, is that the bottom line, we want to have fun. And I think the show on Friday... The one word you could des- describe that show was fun. Absolutely, I mean, especially Hunter because he has so much leeway; he can do whatever the hell he wanted to want to do. So there he is. You know, <laughs> I'm watching and listening to Hunter and Cole, and I kind of got a bully Lagreca vibe. You know, like Cole was the <laughs> ultimate was the ultimate punching bag the other night, much like you are five days a week on this show, and and that's actually a compliment because it's not easy being a good punching bag. Um, you know, Hunter made it a lot of fun. Hunter's witty; he's entertaining. Um, and he got to go out there and just let it all hang out and do whatever. And quite honestly, I hope they let them do more of that. Uh, I went back last night and I watched the Cena and Wyatt promo. It was awesome. It was better that there were no people there. I felt like I was a fly on the wall watching two dudes lock themselves in a room and are just hashing it out and just talking. And they're really not hashing it out. They're really adding gasoline to the fire because it's, you know, going to come to a head at WrestleMania, whether WrestleMania takes place in three or four weeks or or, or three or four months. But I, I really liked a lot of the things that I saw in the performance, despite people not being there. One of the little things I loved about Bray Wyatt's promo, Dave, I don't know if you picked up on this. Did you know that? Did you notice that Bray never made eye contact with John until the end of the promo? Yep. Until the very end when he told him this, you know, this is going to be, what was that word he used? Damn it, I forgot. Um, he, he, you know, they, oh, man. He said that it's gonna it's gonna be a slaughter or something like that. The first time he made contact with John is when he was letting John know that it's gonna be a slaughter and you just don't know it yet. Great, great stuff from the both of those guys. John just sitting there, you know, dead faced, just kind of soaking it in. You can almost see John's wheels turning, thinking to himself, This guy's freaking crazy. What did I get myself into? So, hey. Hats off to the entire SmackDown crew, uh, the, the the wrestlers especially, and the WWE for putting on an entertaining show. Looking forward to Raw tonight. And Dave, what I'm l- looking forward to most today, obviously, is talking about wrestling with you. But I, w- I really want to talk to the nation. It doesn't even have to be about wrestling. If, you got, if you're home, if you're locked up, or wherever you are, you, you want to talk to us about something, just call in. We're talking about anything and everything today. If you're going stir-crazy, sitting at your house, and you just need somebody to talk to, you know, 
Call us. We'll have some fun. Well, here's the thing. We always have on Fridays, we have Falls Count Anywhere Friday where everything's on the table and everything can be discussed. I think as long as we're on this lockdown and everybody's kind of stuck in their homes and, you know, people aren't going to school, people aren't going to work and you're, you're stuck like I am right now in my living room while I'm doing this show. I think we go to the nation where, you know what, we'll talk about just about anything. You know, we want to kind of get you through what's going on right now in this situation. And as long as Bully and I can be on the air, as long as, you know, Busted Open is on the air, we're here for you. So I think whatever you guys want to talk about, I'm totally fine. Because I know for myself, I can't wait for Raw tonight. This is something I'm really looking forward to. And even though it's going to be in an empty venue, it still brings back some normalcy into our lives. We know that when we turn on the USA Cable Network at 8 p.m., we're going to get Monday Night Raw. And I want the nation to know, as long as you have Sirius XM and you tune in at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, you're going to get you and I, Bully. That's that, we want to be there for the nation. I think that's the most important thing. Absolutely. And we are going to be here and we're going to talk um, about anything that they want to talk about. How is it over there, by the way, you're, you're at the Love Shack a la Greca? Like, what's going on over there? <laughs> well, the lovely Violetta has been awesome. Um, she's in the kitchen right now, probably preparing dinner. Because as what's you always, what it, I, I'm not going to get into that. There's no Why? reason to get into that. What she's wearing? Violetta, yeah. what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> She's wearing a T-shirt and yoga pants. Nice. Yes. So that's what uh, that's what the lovely Violetta is wearing right you now. You want to know what Velvet's wearing? Uh, Less than a T-shirt <laughs> and yoga pants. <laughs> how, did I know, how did I know you were going to say that? But we're trying to yeah, listen. It's tough because, as you know, we got two kids in the house as well. So there's four of us here, and you know, it's you get a little stir crazy, and you're bumping into one another, and. You get in each other's ways, and, you know, there's the lack of personal space. So, you know, I'm sure the LaGreca family is going through what every other family is doing. And we have ventured out of the uh, LaGreca compound, but we're making sure that, you know, we have the gloves on, we have the mask on. So when we do venture out, uh, that we have the precautions so that we don't get sick and we don't get anybody else sick. Make sure you lock the bathroom door if you have a, lo- a lack of personal space. You don't want, uh, you know, what happened to Brad at Fast Times at Ridgemont High happened to you. Which still, to this day, is the biggest faux pas in movie <laughs> history. Like, how do you not lock the door? I mean, it's ridiculous. I know that you think everyone's by the pool and that you have space and that you have, you know, you're fine. But you still got to lock the door. It's ridiculous. Door. And I'm sure there was a lock on the door. Nobody has a bathroom where there's no lock. When you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. How do you keep track of who gets what? Which shipping carrier should you use? Are you getting the best rates? That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Just a few clicks and you'll be managing your orders, printing out labels, and getting your products out fast to keep your customers happy. ShipStation makes it easy. And I know for myself, when I'm sending out my Dave LaGreca guy and Dave LaGreca girl t-shirts, what do I use? I use ShipStation.com. ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, Busted Open listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code BUSTED. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BUSTED. That's ShipStation.com, then enter offer code BUSTED. ShipStation.com, make ship happen. Now that we're, do- we, we're you know, we have this uh, epidemic and everything that's going on, do I get an extended period? Do I get more than three seconds on a Monday during this hostile time? Wow, you're asking, wow, more than three seconds because of the pandemic. 
Yeah, because of the pandemic, do I get more than three seconds? Okay, how many seconds are you looking for? I'll take four. Do I get four seconds? I can give you four. All right, so I get four seconds. I can give seconds. you four. Four's fine. Four's, four's fine. Okay. You just got to be finished by four. <laughs> you got to be all finished right, we'll by see. four. All right, well, all right, so you're giving me four seconds. So we'll see how long this pandemic goes on. Because I think you're not getting as... an extra second every day. <laughs> no. I know where you're going right here. Yeah, no, see you get four, where, you know, you where get we four are seconds. The two weeks. Four seconds. Okay. Take a take a quick look. Take a quick peek. Boom. Finish. And then goodbye. I wonder if I'm the only one last night that was all over the WWE Network watching Stone Cold matches getting ready for today. It's like all I did last night was just go back to the network and watch old Monday Night Raws and old pay-per-views to catch up on everything with Stone Cold. Do you have a favorite Stone Cold moment? Yeah, mine is... uh, I have two. I have... uh, Because you know me, it's more about the matches than the moments for me. Uh, the match with Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13, and then the match with The Rock at WrestleMania 19. Cool. And what you know, and 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 think about it, both of those matches are losses. You know, you had him passing out to the sharpshooter to Bret Hart, and then you you know The Rock got the pin and won the championship. Uh, not not the championship, but got the pin and beat Stone Cold at WrestleMania 19. So both those matches are in a loss. Wins and losses sometimes don't matter when it comes to big superstars like somebody like a Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not when you're that over. Uh, my favorite Austin moment is when his music hit at the end of One Night Stand in 2015. ECW's One Night Stand in the Hammerstein Ballroom. And Austin and the Sandman drank together for the very first time. I thought that That's was an cool. incredible moment. And that's what's great about pro wrestling. And this is what's great about when we talk about things like this. Everybody's moment and match is going to be a little bit different. We talk about, and this is something, who knows what the future holds, but these are things that we can definitely do um, later and later, like, like when it comes to best matches and best wrestlers and all that stuff. It's a great argument. And this is where there's no winner because there's a reason why your favorite moment is with Stone Cold Steve Austin and, and the Sandman. There's history there for you. And the two companies colliding and those two worlds colliding. There is no wrong answer when you ask somebody what their favorite moment and their favorite match is. Absolutely not, especially when it comes to Steve, because there are so many great moments, whether it was the beer truck, whether it was beating up Vince in the hospital, whether it was uh, wearing the little cowboy hat and singing with Kurt Angle or... Like you said, the matches that he's had, I mean, so the, the, the very first night he ever started saying what, uh, tons uh, of great uh, Steve moments. How about the time Steve was on with me and you, and about a minute or two into the show, he was telling the, the Terminex guy or whatever, you know, the, the, the guy that came over to kill the bugs, the exterminator, yeah. he said, you know, that the bugs, they were too low to the ground, so he couldn't stun them. That was pretty funny. That was fun, and in the same interview, we're coming back, we're playing Blackout by Scorpions, and he's doing the roll call of everybody that's ever been in the group Scorpions. Like, it's just those types of things. That's why I love this show so much. You see a different side of some of the personalities that we have on this show. You know what's really weird is when we look into Monday Night Raw for tonight, you know, we're, we're going to be celebrating Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's going to be the theme for Monday Night Raw tonight as we get closer and closer to whatever WrestleMania 36 is going to be, bully. But the fact that you're going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin come out and there's not going to be any crowd reaction. You know, we're used to Stone Cold coming out here in that glass smash and, and, the, and the place go absolutely nuts. Everybody jumping to their feet. You know, we talk about that uh, Raw reunion and how he completely stole the show. It's going to be really weird hearing that music and not getting any type of a reaction because it's going to be in an empty venue. Well, listen, he's playing to the millions and millions of people at home, and that's, that's what matters. He's, uh, you know, the, re- the reaction will be a silent reaction because I'm sure people across the nation and all over the world will be popping at home for him. And listen, in times like these is when the WWE shines the brightest because they do a real good job of taking us away from reality for just a little while. I was there for SmackDown right after 
You know, Vince was adamant about we are going on TV. The show must go on and we are going to be the ones that entertain people for a little while. Um, Yes, it's business, but Vince does feel a responsibility to the fan base. He wants to make sure that at the end of the day, the WWE doesn't let you down. And in him not wanting to let anybody down, I think that that resonates with the talent. The talent doesn't want to let anybody down because they know that, listen, everything is canceled, Dave, right? Yeah, everything. There's, there's there's no sports to watch. There's you know concerts, this that, bars, restaurants closing down. What are you going to do? You're going to be at home. Who can you depend on? You can comp- depend on the WWE and Monday Night Raw. Will there be anybody in the seats? No, but that doesn't matter because they're playing to an arena called the entire nation. Not the busted open nation, but the United States of America. That's the arena they are performing to tonight. Yeah, and it's going to be exciting. Actually, they're performing to the world. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. They're performing to the world. And again, this is an escape. And, and, And I think Vince McMahon understands that. And, you know, you know better than anything and anyone because you are a part of it after 9 11. You know, everybody, every game was canceled. You know, that was in the middle of the baseball season and they canceled games. Football, they canceled games. But I think Vince McMahon thought it was like, hey, our duty as WWE superstars that we need to perform and be an escape for people during really, really tough times. And I'm sure right now, Bully, Vince McMahon is feeling the same way. Hey, we have a responsibility to go out there. Obviously, safety is important. That's why it's going to be in an empty venue. But I, th- I guess he feels like, hey, we need to be there for people because if they don't have us, what's going to happen? At least they know that when they turn on their TVs at 8 p.m. Eastern time to watch Monday Night Raw, it's going to be there. And we're bringing a normalcy to our fan base. And Dave, you got to give Vince credit in times like these. Um, uh, Vince gets a lot, a lot of flack for the product that's on TV these days and a lot of the decisions that he makes. But, I mean, me and you were texting about Vince uh, a couple days ago, and the past two to three weeks for him have been very, very difficult. I mean, with <clears throat> think about the planning of WrestleMania. Now we're getting closer, and now the possibility of WrestleMania possibly not happening or maybe not happening in front of a fan base. The XFL, which just gets back up, you know, uh, off and running and doing pretty well, he's got to shut that down for the entire season. He's got to deal with uh, SmackDown on Fox, national television in front of an empty arena, Raw in front of an empty arena tonight. I mean, the guy's getting hit with a lot of stuff at one time. And as he always says, the buck stops with him. He is the final decision maker. He's not just sloughing all these decisions up on somebody else. I mean, the guy only sleeps about three hours a night. Um, I tell you what, thumbs up, Vince, for uh, for being a warrior and always being a warrior. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news, they have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. Bully, are you ready to go out to the Busted Open Nation? Yeah, I got them right here. I got them. They're ready to go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go out to Joe in North Carolina. Joe, what's going on down there, buddy? How you doing? Uh, What's up? What you got? What's shaking? Give me something, kid. Well, first thing, uh, Bully, in about another couple of minutes, I'm going to have a finishing four LaGreca gift that will be uploaded. So that uh, that's how fast we work over here at the Busted Open Nation. A finishing um, four. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes. Um, actually, I wanted to talk about WrestleMania. And um, there's been a lot of talk about the reason why it hasn't been canceled yet is because of some – insurance or something like that and some other shows are reporting it as factual if that is the case i'm glad that he's doing it and i'm glad that he's doing it not for the wrestlers i'm glad that he's doing this for the administrative and the logistical support 
support people that this virus is affecting. I'm about to bring this a little bit home right now, but uh, and I'm actually going to use his real name on here. Alex Metz is probably getting affected by this, too, and he's dependent on the WWE now to give him a paycheck and put food on his table for his family. If this is going to alleviate employees like Alex Metz, the contractors for WrestleMania that were supposed to be brought in to help set up the stage and the lighting and the pyro, if this was going to help for all the logistical people that are going to move all of the people around and everything like that, then by all means, I'm glad he does this. And from what, from the accounts that you, Bully, have brought, that Tommy has brought up, that Mark has brought up, Vince McMahon is a person who would take care of somebody in any type of adverse situation. At least that's what you guys have kind of you know, made him out to be. And it wouldn't surprise me if he is taking care of those employees that are going to be affected by this more than the 200 wrestlers that we call into the show about. Yeah. And, All right, and Joe. It, thanks, man. And, and Joe, thanks for the phone call. That's been something that's been talked about even in the NBA because I know a lot of teams, uh, the, the Nets being one, that are making sure that they pay even their part-time employees that were – uh, you know, losing paychecks and losing money, and they're going to be able to compensate them for some time. So, so bully, if if the decision by Vince McMahon to wait is going to alleviate some of that pressure for a lot of the contractors that work for the WWE, then bless them. I mean, I don't know how factual that is. I really don't know the logistics of that. But if that helps them in any way, then that's a positive. Uh, it is kind of, uh, I guess, it's weird about this kind of standoff between the city of Tampa and the WWE. It seems like each one of them is waiting for the other guy to pull the plug. I, I, I wonder why the WWE hasn't come out and said, we're not having it unless they do plan on having it in an empty stadium. Is that, is that beyond the realm of, possibility dave like if I they think, did the same thing in tampa that they're doing on with ron smackdown is would that be acceptable i think for a show like wrestlemania and and you're seeing it more and more bully where they're saying no no more than a certain amount of people can gather in one space so you know in, in some places it's it's two fi- 250 people in some places it's 50 people so if there's something like that in play i mean how many people can you have in that venue you know, how many people are you allowed to have if you're if, especially if you're putting on a TV product? And when it comes to WrestleMania, a show like that, that's, you know, we've seen up to seven, seven and a half hours where your entire roster is a part of that show. I, I don't know if you can do that right now. And, and, the, and the amount of technical people that would have to be used to put that show on the air. I, I, I don't know if you can even do that, even if there is no fans in the venue to watch the product. So you're saying between the talent and the crew and the lighting and the this, that, and the other thing that there's still just too many people there in one place. Yes. All right. I mean, I I don't know that to be a fact, but that that would be my guess. I I would think at this point, Bully, with everything that's going on and a lot of the question marks, I'm not saying that it needs to be canceled, but it, it probably definitely needs to be postponed. But then if you postpone it, when will you have it? You know, is are we going to be okay to have these types of events in July or August? You know, and if you have it in August, what? How does that affect SummerSlam? And then I'm going to pick a have... ra- I'm going to pick a random day. I'm going to I'm, okay. I'm just picking a random day. It's going to okay. happen on, let's say here, June seventh. All right, say say June seventh again. That's a big question. Are things going to be fine enough by June seventh? Are you going to be comfortable enough by June 7th? Is that going to, are people going to be comfortable enough to venture out and be in a venue that's large enough to hold 75,000 people, you know, just uh, three months from where we are right now, maybe even less than three months. I, I don't know. I don't know if, the, if that's the, the right date to throw out there. We're seeing a lot of dates as far as like things being postponed to the fall, like September and October. If they were to do that, then then you're looking at it that you're only six months removed from the next WrestleMania. So the, the WWE is in a very, very tough spot right now. Well, listen, they always find a way to, to 
to either do the right thing or to or, or make the right thing happen. So I, I'm confident that something positive will come out of this when it comes to WrestleMania. Let me ask you really quick, Bully. Would you be okay with WrestleMania 36 being in an empty venue? Like what we're seeing right now with SmackDown and Raw. Would you yes. be you would be okay with that? Okay. Because because at the end of the day, it's about business. And if people are not allowed out of their homes or on quarantine or lockdown all over the world, what's the one thing that everybody has to rely on right now? Their television sets, mm-hmm. their computers, their, their phones. So if, if, if the Sunday of WrestleMania comes and you have absolutely nothing going on and, you, and you're one of those 80,000 people that can't attend the event, what are you most likely to do? Get the network, buy it on pay-per-view, watch it from home. Would it be different? Would it be difficult to watch seven hours? I would hope they would cut WrestleMania down to three to four hours in that case because of the circumstances, because seven hours in front of no people, I mean, seven hours in front of people is like pulling teeth. Seven hours in front of no people would get, I think would just get extremely monotonous and be a difficult watch. But if they were to still go on with the show in front of no people and I had to watch WrestleMania from home the same way I watched SmackDown and Raw tonight, at the very least, it would be different and we would have something to talk about for the rest of our lives. I wouldn't mind it at all. And also, too, think about how many new subscribers you would get for the WWE Network. You know, because we always talk about exactly. there's, a big, there's a huge difference between how many people watch Monday Night Raw and how many people actually subscribe to the network. If this all leads to WrestleMania 36 and the only way, the only way you're going to be able to watch it is by subscribing to the network and there's nothing else going on. There's no other sporting events going on. You know that I think that would be a big business move for the WWE to do that. And I do agree with you. You could not have a seven hour show. Cut it down to three hours. Just have the, the, you know, the top five matches that you already have signed and go with that. I know it's going to be unique, but this will be something that we'll be talking about 25, 30, 40, 50 years later. How WrestleMania 36 was the one WrestleMania that was before in front of zero crowd. The SmackDown rating from last week was up, and I'm sure it's because out of uh, you know morbid interest, a lot of people were home on this fr- on that Friday night. So let's tune into SmackDown. I think tonight between Austin there, Taker there, the fact that it's going to happen in the PC, another empty arena, just the uniqueness of seeing Austin and Taker in an empty arena. I got to tune in just to see what this looks like, just to see what this feels like. Thus, I think the rating is going to gonna go up so i i would not have a problem personally if wrestlemania still went on in an empty stadium that's just my own take you want to head back out to the nation let's do it all right let's see who we going to over here uh david in atlanta what did you think about smackdown last friday good morning guys how we doing thank you so much for doing this show today and for taking our minds off everything going on we really appreciate it thank you david got it man Hey, uh, I actually, I mean, of course, it, there's something about having the crowd roar and having the reactions and everything. But in terms of promos and interviews, I think Roman had a lot more focus and ability to come off and, and say what he wanted to say. And especially, like you said, between John Cena and Bray Wyatt, without having a fan in the background waving a weird sign or having people doing reactions or whatever, to be able to just study their reactions and their facial expressions. Like, Bully, when you said everything about Bray not looking at him until that last moment, I wouldn't have maybe caught that if it had been in front of a full crowd, but I caught it immediately watching just him or, you know, saying what he needed to say, which leads me to tonight. I think having no crowd is going to make AJ versus Undertaker's contract signing more impactful. I think it's going to make whatever Edge and Randy Orton do more impactful. And uh, when it comes to being 316 day, Bully, if you had the pencil, I know what I would do, but if you had the pencil tonight, how would you use Stone Cold? Good question. All right, David, thanks a lot for the phone call. We appreciate it, brother. Stay safe out there. Um, to me, Monday Night Raw is all about sheer brutal entertainment tonight. Uh, there are a, a couple of storylines that they have to keep going. Obviously, Taker and AJ, okay? There's, there's word that Edge is going to be at Raw, so Edge and Randy. Those two storylines you have to stay true to and come up with something. But the rest of the show, Dave, as Triple H said 
in his opening monologue on SmackDown, we're here to put smiles on people's faces. And that's what I think Monday Night Raw has to be tonight. I think that's what the WWE has to be moving forward if they're going to continue doing uh, these shows in empty arenas. It's all about having a good time so that when you are at home and those three hours of Raw are over, you got to be like, Oh my God, that was so much fun. I, you know, I thank you, WWE, for putting on that show. I don't think you go with a tremendous amount of heat. It has to be, to me, tonight has to be the same time of mentality the WWE has at a live event. If you go to a live event, Dave, it's like all the good guys win because they want to keep it fun, 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 and positive. I think that's what they have to do with Raw tonight also. Yeah, but don't forget what we saw on SmackDown this past Friday. I mean, it was a fun show. Triple H did a tremendous job keeping it light. But look how the show ended with Bray Wyatt and John Cena. Great cliffhanger ending and a bit of a dark ending as well. So they don't have to they don't have to go completely off of what they have planned for each and every show, but they do have to have a balance and at at times they definitely have to keep it light. Well, that is one of the storylines that they would have to have stayed true to, just like I yes. talked about. Edge and Orton, they got to stay true to tonight. AJ and Taker, they got to stay true to. We're going to have the signing tonight. I mean, that's going to be interesting to get the, we're getting the contract signing, right? Yes. I mean, we're supposed we're, I mean, to. I mean, we're, we'll see what right. happens. Yeah. So we're going to get AJ and Undertaker, maybe even a little bit of the American badass tonight, who knows, in an empty arena. Those things to me are so intriguing right now. I'm really interested to see Steve Austin come out in an empty arena. I'm really interested to see if we're going to get a little bit of the American badass tonight and what that feel is going to be like seeing Taker sit across from AJ for that contract signing. I want to see how it's going to feel if Edge and Orton have any kind of interaction. I'm very, very intrigued by the whole empty arena stuff. I, I almost feel like we're getting... It almost feels to me a little bit more like Broadway. I feel like I'm watching these guys up on a stage doing their thing. And like I said, SmackDown to me came off much better than I think anybody thought it would. And you talked about Roman's comfort level. Roman didn't have to go out there and cut a promo and, and worry about people booing him or people saying what. I feel like the, 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 the guys and the gals can really immerse themselves in their character. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. The landscape of pro wrestling has changed. This is a revolution. So it's only fitting that we change along with it, even our rankings. It's amazing how these people just side with you. Welcome to the new and improved Dave LaGreca Pro Wrestling Power Rankings. Let's see who's up. Yes! Yes! And who's down. From Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, and the rest of the world of pro wrestling in this week's Dave LaGreca Pro Wrestling Power Rankings. All right, here we go. And listen, Bully, when it comes to this week's Power Rankings, I think you would agree that just just support it, enjoy it, let it be an escape, and let's forget about our problems for a little while and... And obviously, you can put anyone you want on these power rankings, and I think everyone would be okay with it. But these are my personal top five, and it could go any way. And actually, when it comes to AEW Dynamite from this past Wednesday, there's only one entry, and it's at number five. One of the hardest hitters we've got, Hangman. It's the destroyer at Hangman. There it is. Oh, my God. Took him out of his boots. At number five, I have Hangman Page. Gets the win for his team. Also did a great lariat on Chris Jericho outside the ring. Man, bully, Hangman Page is so over right now. It's unbelievable. And the pop that he got on Wednesday was just that. Unbelievable. You know, we didn't get a chance to talk about it because our Thursday show was not on the air. But I actually preferred NXT over AEW, one of the few times I did in this war with AEW. And I really liked NXT over AEW. 
But one of the highlights for me was Hangman Page and Hangman Page at number five. At number four, all you have to do is go back to SmackDown this past Friday. One hell of a match, and the winner is at number four. This is wizardry we are watching here. Daniel no, Bryan, no, no, roll no, no, up no. may have it. Got it. No. Come on. Here is your winner. Oh, and look at Shinsuke Nakamura. And again, you had the match between Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. And Daniel Bryan, to me, from SmackDown, is at number four. At number three, you're going to have to go back to NXT from this past Wednesday. And it was a tag match. And it was your tag champs at number three. Yeah, Broserweights at number three, you know, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. What a great match with the Undisputed Era and a great defense of the Tag Team Championships for the Broserweights. Also, let's go back to NXT and another defense of a championship at number two. And what a great match. You know, Grimes is somebody that you've talked about for weeks and weeks here on Busted Open, Bully. What a great defense by Keith Lee. And also what happened after that match with Dominic Dijakovic. So very, very interesting things for Keith Lee and one of the must-watch guys on NXT right now. But to me, you go back to Friday Night SmackDown and what was a just a good feeling watching SmackDown on Friday. And that's exactly why I have this particular person at number one. This show will be different from anything you have ever seen before. So sit back, relax, and if you can't forget about the world around you and let WWE do what we do, let us put a smile on your face. Welcome to Friday Night SmackDown on Fox. Uh, unbelievable introduction to SmackDown on Friday by Triple H. And Triple H, just the underlining thread throughout the two hours, Bully. Just the way he interacted with Michael Cole, the way he called the matches. And again, we talked about it at the beginning of our show today. The big word was fun. And Triple H just had fun out there. Even made fun of his uh, quote-unquote demotion while on commentary as well. And... I mean, just thank you to Triple H and thank you to WWE for giving us that product on Friday. So, again, just a feel-good power rankings this week, Bully. But at number five, Hangman Page. At number four, Daniel Bryan. At number three, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. At number two, Keith Lee. And at number one, Triple H. Those are my power rankings. And you may like them, you may love them, you may hate them. But those are my top five for this past week. Uh, I'm not going to break your balls about the power rankings this week, uh, taking into account everything that was going on. I like everybody that you have on your list. Um, at number one, I don't know if I would have just put Triple H. I think I might have put the entire WWE, or at least all the performers that performed on SmackDown. I understand what you're saying about Triple H. He was given the opportunity to go out there and be the representative for the WWE. But I think I think there are many people who could have done the job that Triple H did. Any any veteran of the level of a Triple H could have had g- given that that show that same vibe. I think he did a great job, but I would have put the entire WWE roster at number one this week. But th- that that's the only take that I have. And listen, and Bull, you can easily do that. I mean, the reason I I think the reason I put Triple H at one is just because he was kind of the face for what happened on SmackDown. But yeah, you can easily put every single performer and every person behind the scenes that had that show get on the air because I know for myself, uh, it was such a great escape and it brought normalcy because I think on Friday, everybody was in panic mode with everything that's going on and everything just felt off. It still does, but able to put on SmackDown and see it on there, just like we're going to see Raw tonight, it just felt good and it made at least an escape for those two hours on Friday night. And Dave, what made Triple H so special 
for those two hours on Friday night. I think it, I think it was obviously we know Triple H and we know Triple H a certain way. And he kind of let his hair down a little bit on Friday. We yep. saw a different side of Triple H and, and it's kind and, and listen, there were times you could tell he was just like, screw it. You know, like I probably shouldn't be saying this, but you know what? These aren't regular times. So I'm going to do something that's completely irregular. It's kind of like what we're doing, bully, you know, screw the format of what we should and what we need to talk about on a Monday. We're just going to go out there. We're going to wing it. We're going to have fun and we're going to get the nation involved. And that's what triple H did on Friday. I felt like he had every single person who was watching that show involved on SmackDown on Friday night. Exactly. And that's what made it so much fun. And that's what it feels like they try to do Wednesdays with Dynamite in AEW. Letting the hair down and just going out there and doing something different. I wish, I hope in these times with, I know we're leading up to WrestleMania and they got to stay true to storylines. But if it's not a dedicated storyline, let those talents go out there and let them let them do a little bit of what they want to do. Let them entertain in their ways. People are going to be glued to the TV set no matter what. People are going to want something different. Don't give us the same kind of, you know, vanilla WWE that we can get at times. Let me see these guys and gals be able to go out there with the same leeway that Triple H had. I think it'll make for entirely more fun shows. And you know what? What Triple H did just with that introduction at the beginning of that show is he wasn't going to say, all right, let's just for, let's just forget. Let's pretend everything's not happening and let's just go on with business. Let's just put on a show and and kind of ignore all the stuff that's going on. He did. He didn't do that. He he went for it right at the start of the show. Hey, this is tough times. Everyone's going through crazy times. Let's be a distraction. Let's be entertaining and let's have some fun. I love the fact that he tackled that subject right at the top of the show. And it's almost like we're not going to we're not going to ignore it. We're going to accept it and we're going to move on. Great maneuver by Triple H on Friday. Absolutely. You got you got to acknowledge everything that's going on. And here's here's what we're dealing with and we're all dealing with this together. There's not one person Listen, I, I don't think there's one person on the planet right now who doesn't have to deal with this situation. You know, so no matter if you're a wrestler, a fan, me, you, your sister, your brother, you know, or, or your two ex-wives, you got to deal with this situation. Let's all just try to make the best of it. And pro wrestling is something that we can always depend on. I'm sure Raw is going to give us a fun Monday night. I know uh, I'm sure NXT and AEW are going to give us a fun Wednesday. And I'm sure every other company is going to go out there to do the absolute best they can with their TV shows or their social medias to entertain people all over the world. So um, what do yeah, you say? I, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, Bully, you and I had a conversation yesterday and our conversation was about, all right, what can we do for the Busted Open Nation? How can we make this even more unique and more personable? And you and I talked about some ideas. As long as we can get on the air and put this product on for Sirius XM, we're going to do it. You know, um, as long as that building's available for us to access and do this show, we are going to do it. But we're also going to be creative as well. You and I talked about, you know, and it, uh, it was an ill attempt. But last week I went to Twitter Live and put on an hour where I was just talking to the Busted Open Nation. I figured out the gremlins, most of it being my own personal, just uneducated technology when it comes to phones. But you know what? I can do it now. So I, I, I'll go on to the phone. I'll sit and talk to the nation for an hour on Twitter or on Facebook. You know, you and I are trying to come up with some unique aspects that we can present to the nation to make this more fan friendly and get the nation more involved. And one of the things that me and you talked about the other day is, you know, normally we have a bit of a structure on the show. We know what we want to talk about. We have certain segments. We don't follow the segments like, you know, to the T. A lot of time we go off on, on tangents. But for the most part, we have a plan going into every show. 
Me and you spoke. I was in the parking lot of the grocery store at 6 o'clock last night when me and you were on the phone, and I was like, Dave, screw it. No format, no nothing. Let's just wing it. Let's take even more phone calls than we normally take. Let's talk to the nation as much as possible because these people are at home dealing with the same shit that we're dealing with. Let's let them talk as much as we're talking and make this completely interactive. Because I think, if anything, this show allows wrestling fans in more than any other wrestling show out there. So I want it to be even more inclusive during these times. And you know what, too? We're going to try to get a little clever as well. Because we're going to get the nation more involved, and we'll definitely do that on social media and here. We'll take more phone calls, and when we come back, we're definitely going to take all phone calls until we say goodbye at noon Eastern time. But, you know, while we're doing this, let's take advantage of the time. You know, we'll reach out any wrestlers that are listening, you know, you know on social media, you know. Anybody that wants to, you know, are are stuck in their homes just like we are. They want to come on this show and talk about it because I know there's a lot of wrestlers that are going through tough times right now, Bully. You know, the, the shows that they were supposed to have have been canceled. You know, a lot of pro wrestlers aren't getting a big tr- contract from a big company and, and they're sitting at home and they're losing dollars. They're losing money. And, you know, I'm thinking about them during those tough times as well. So if they want to come on and, and promote any websites that they have or merchandise that they have we're here for the whole pro wrestling community so if they want to come on call in they're welcome to join us here on busted open as well there was a line in the movie full metal jacket that this is a giant shit sandwich and we're all gonna have to take a bite and it's true uh and 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 how does that relate to pro wrestling uh vince has said many times that in pro wrestling you have to learn how to eat shit and like it And we're all going to have to kind of take a big bite. But with this show, we're going to find a way to like it. Dreamer will probably just eat it straight with a smile on his face. But we're going to make it a little bit more palatable for people. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.